we here at The Morning Chef will give you the free boobs advice, saving you from asking a mate who has no idea, because we care. Yeah, we do. Our friends at Chemist Warehouse offer free advice from their in-store pharmacists on a range of vaccinations for the flu, whooping cough, because they're whooping that ass, and more. Why was it whooping cough? Rolling with Chemist Warehouse. Let's push! Give me some! Let's go! Never fold! Ten toes down, baby! You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by you know Between us, y'all welcome Wednesday. We're here for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show just in case you missed. Do the dishes! It's all powered by you know media. It's time to have some fun, family. Kurokoto Fano, stay blessed. Don't stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show down under. If you call down under your home, welcome to new media, the people's media. Let's Say no more, take I your won't. shoes off at the door. Everything you want, nothing you don't. Real people, obviously, and real talk. Jordan, if we ain't number one on the charts, hopefully we're number one in your heart. Let's get it, get it. Let's get it, You're get You're welcome, it. Wednesday. I'm feeling good, baby. Halfway through the week already, team. What is on the show today? We got a new segment. New segment alert. Uh, you might be on your last chance. You didn't even know about it. But we're going to be the judges of that. We're going to be you the judges You guys are going to be the judges of that. Nah, you'll be in there as well. Uh, I'm definitely always judging. I'm finally going to tell what? the truth about why I wasn't in the NBA, guys. I haven't told the story yet. Maybe I have, <laughs> but maybe some people haven't heard it. Uh, true news is in there. Um, and we go back to the men's den. Well, it's called the men's den, but to be honest, guys, everyone's welcome. Everyone is welcome into that. But we always start the show with an absolute boy, which is brought to you by Live Nation because Mana Moana is on the way. We have a double pass, uh, family passes, sorry, to give away Fano passes this coming Friday. So if you want to go on the draw to win those, it's going to be dope. It's a um, celebration of two worlds coming together with uh, singers and the hey, symphony hey, orchestra as yeah, well. Hey, yeah. Has anyone been hitting you guys up for tickets? Yeah, I got a few. Yeah, I've, I've got had a few, few too. Tana, I see what you're doing. Mm, yeah, I, I haven't had any. Why is that? Why haven't you hit me up? Do you think I'm going to great keep? Do you think I'm going to great keep those tickets from the people? <laughs> That's Absolutely. disgusting. That's on brand for you. Uh, but tickets are at livenation.co.nz and they're as low as 20 bucks if you do want to head along. But like I said, final passes we will be giving away on the show this coming Friday. If you jump over to our Facebook Shifters page, uh, go and comment on the post that we have there. You go on the draw to win. Love that. Manawana. But we start with a vibe and uh, I'm starting with a vibe today with Commodore. The Commodores. You love the Commodores, right? Oh, this isn't the Commodores. This is not the Commodores, is it? Oh, wrong track. Oh, no, it's the wrong track. It's the wrong track. Psych! Let's push. No, it sounds funny, but I just can't stand the pain. Come on, Mr. Richard. Girl, I'm leaving you tomorrow. Just imagine the sun rising right now. Let's push. Seems to me, girl, you like know I've done all I can. Like I'm in heaven. Same place. You see a big stone yeah, and I borrow. Let's go to White Oil. Yeah. That's why I'm easy. I'm easy like a Sunday morning. Leave those mushrooms over there. Those of you, I want to put something on this carpet. Bring those back. Amazing like Sunday morning. How are we feeling, lads? It is your Welcome Wednesday. Welcome to this show. I can't wait for you to never tell anybody what that song is called. Nah, nah, I'll tell you. Uh, hey, I gave my other one, my Monday vibe on the page. I saw you posted that up. I said, like, that's bigger, you man. Yeah, nah, people are just getting a bit too serious about the old great keeping, eh? Having a little cry about it. Man. It is one of your more annoying traits. I'm still for the people. I'm still for the people. It's not giving that, though, you know? It's not giving that. It's for the people, man. Always. And it's always when you have to go, I'm for the people. It's getting a little bit louder. (laughs) I'm for the people. (laughs) Hey, speaking of for the people, I might have to reassess about uh, who I'm friends with because some of my friends are just absolute daredevils. I didn't even know it. I'm walking in the same sort of rooms as them. I'm having the same sort of conversations with them, but I got in the same Uber as one of them. And I go on and I put my safety belt on, and the uh, the disrespect and the eyes that I was given by one of our friends, he was like, "Bro, what are you doing?" What? I was like, "I'm putting my safety belt on." He's like, "Nah, nah, you're exempt when you jump in an Uber 
from putting your safety belt on. I said, no, you're not. Then we went, walked I'm inside, not, I bought this up. And everyone was like, no, no, no. You actually, when you get in an Uber, you don't actually need to put on your safety belt. I'm not going on record talking about safety seatbelts. You don't need to, but obviously, I, I no, guess no, no, no. Every you, time you get in the car, you need to put your seatbelt on. Yeah, no, that's what that I was about to change. say. Has any done uh, the, the energy change from this, the, the dude <laughs> on my right over here? He was looking at me like, "Yeah, what are you doing?" What, what, You're what, not what? exempt from accidents, Mark. Right? That's the real reason to. They to made wear a me look belt. like I was a big loser for putting on my safety belt. They did like, you mm. peer pressure your friend, bro? I did not do that. I ended up taking it off. Then I put oh, it back no, on. I was like, that's yeah, just yeah. absolutely stupid. I'm not going to fold these, these peer pressures. Put it back on. Uh, speaking of peer pressures, probably a good point for me to introduce to you guys. Something that I found over the weekend that I really like, but I know, then I trust your guys' uh, instinct when it comes to fashion sense. Um, and I will buckle to peer pressure if it's not a go. Gentlemen, I went to the markets oh, and oh, brought no, a hat. Now, the hat don't, don't, no. wasn't an instant, like, magnet to me, but once I put it on my head, I was like, yeah, I'm feeling this hat. No, you're not. Wow. I'm not the, sensing a great... That like, hat made me cross-eyed. Well, Can you put that on? I'm about to put it on. I'm going to unleash it, and I want your honest opinion, because it was... Did it come with opinions. a rabbit? <laughs> put it on right now. Put it on right now. I know you can't see this, guys, but you'll see it on socials later. Take that Busby treaty signing looking ass. What do you reckon? Cut... You look like you're about to do three better, magic you tricks. La- you better, hey, you better <laughs> get that lamb back because you look like the one that took it. You take that damn hat off, my boy. I don't my, know I can't how old front. You actually kind of look all right with Amish it. Amish looking ass. Yeah, like a, the, it's not swaggy, but you actually kind of look all right in it. <laughs> Little conductor of the circus looking ass. Yeah, that's what you do like. <laughs> the greatest showman right now. <laughs> this is the greatest Come show. around the corner looking ass. <laughs> Come to the carnival. I can't hear you because my headphones are off. I'm guessing it's all positive, so. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like you got three snifters in your back pocket. And what do you reckon? Put it in my oh, A-rotate. Oh, my God. What is going on? You look uh, like you look like you're going to the audition for like the prestige or something like. That's a, that's bad, bro. Okay, my yeah, headphones back, back on. So, uh, yeah, love yes, it, love yes. it. Keep it on. Keep, La- it. keep doing that. That was a beautiful thing that you just put the on thing your head. Is it doesn't even look new. It it literally looks like it got found in the bin of an op shop. That that's no what I was. loved. What are you going to wear that with? Everything. Your two pairs of shorts that you have. Yes. It'll it'll blend nicely with we them. Need to, we need to move on. Check that on socials, guys. We're going to clip that. Neeks, clip that. Thank you, my bro. Daily bread. Sponsored by Tip Top Super Soft, the bread that stays softer for longer. That's right, Daily Bread, breaking bread with the news of today. Thank you to Tip Top. It is November 15th. That is 319 days deep. The day that I found my new hat and 46 days left to get her done. Get her done. It is Christchurch Show Day today. Enjoy the festivities, the agriculture, and the show rides. That's an absolute blast down there, isn't it? Have you... Oh, you both the city folk. Christchurch yeah. is a city? What are you talking about? No, 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 but they have the AMP shows around the country. It's a little more domestic, like uh, rural towns, right? I and, know what that is, Christchurch has the AMP. Have you I done an AMP show? Rock. I've been to an AMP show. They're, bro, that's so much they fun. They are super lit. Okay, for us non-losers, what's an AMP show? <laughs> bro, it's like it's like farmers get together, hunters get together, like everything kind There's of one hunting show. There's one hunting show. Nah, but like, bro, you... You can, like, they got mean deals on for, yep. like, hunting gears or gumboots or, like, food. And then they show their animals. They, like, they showcase all Loses. their animals and Go stuff. Go pet a sheep. Bro, and then they got show rides. So, like, the Super Loop and they got the Gravitron. Have and you the never been wheel. to an AMP show? Ghost train. You guys have your eyes open way too high right now. Like, your eyebrows almost touching the top of your heads. You guys are so excited about this. Oh, we need to Love take. Love that, though. It's the backbone of New Zealand. You we are need right. to take Brooke to an AMP show. Our number one export is, is dairy, so you're right. Okay, I'm with uh, you. Yeah, enjoy it anyway. Christchurch, show day today. Uh, it's also clean out your refrigerator day. Oh, that's good. Day. <laughs> hey, hey, stop yelling. <laughs> stop yelling. You need to do that more often, people. You know, when Jordan was complaining about the, the state of my milk. I was like, oh, you don't even need my milk. There's some cream in there. He goes, it's off. And I was like, well, what's it still doing in the fridge? And then he quickly grabbed it and threw it out. Jordan's the guy that keeps milk in the fridge, even though it's off, or cream in the milk, and just leaves it. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Stop yelling. It is also, yeah. So make sure you clean out your refrigerator today. And it's Steve Irwin Day today. Oh, that's a day. Celebrating the infamous crocodile hunter uh, and his love of the wildlife. A chance for us to fall in love with the wildlife as well. He was a real one, eh? He was, man. He was the best. He wasn't putting on From conservatives to gangsters, everybody loved him. I think if you think about the word authentic, you go look up Steve Irwin. Completely authentic. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Um, Scientists say a big solar storm might make the internet um, stop working for weeks or months. A solar storm. Guys, go look into the Great Reset. 
go look into uh, Klaus Schwab. Go look into the oh, World Economic Forum. Go look into WWEF. Go look into globalized society, globalized currency. Telling me that soul is going to make the, the big black blackout happen, the great reset. <laughs> Please. What I'm, joking, I'm joking, by the way. I don't know anything. So but don't look into it. Don't actually listen millennials to Millennials right now and Gen Zs and uh, maybe even boomers or uh, the next ones, I think they're called alphas. Super worried about this. Going to ruin everyone's day with that type of news, Jordan. No, but it's more than don't that. Don't look into it. It's completely more than that. Like, everything is reliant on the internet, from banking to everything. petrol stations, like everything. So what, do we become a cash flow society? Could we afford to become a cash flow society? Is it good for us to finally cleanse our minds? Ooh. This is such an interesting topic. I should actually bring it to the show. There's a lot in that, eh? There's it's a lot just, to unpack. It's just not just the kids on iPads that miss out. Like, there's so much that relies on the internet that we probably aren't even aware of. Yikes. I don't think we'd survive. Uh, last uh, one for me. You're going to love this. Lou Williams says the Clippers stopped trying to win the championship in the NBA bubble because they thought people wouldn't respect the ring. We started hearing the rumblings that nobody is going to respect this chip, so we kind of just took our foot off the gas. You guys reckon in the bubble, everyone was locked in playing their best basketball ever? That sounds you like someone who lost. sounds like someone who lost. No, 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 no. You know, the only players that were locked in were like the most, the most dedicated. So the, the, the ones that don't like, they can block out the noise. But oh, the you good guys ones. to try and say that every player was locked in in the bubble, that's why it's the best ring, that just proves you no guys weren't there. No, no one's ever called it. No one's ever called it the best ring. From someone that was in the bubble. No one's ever called it the best ring. I'm not taking advice from you guys because you weren't in the bubble. I want to take advice from someone who said, day 67, that were there 97 days, they're like, we need to go home, bro. No. That's what Lou Williams said on the podcast. That, that sounds and like, hey, man, we, we ain't going to win this one, that's all right. That's you right. know, but you just kind of flip it and go, the narrative is. That sounds like but a you Clippers. Guys know, that's the most yeah, valuable rim. It's a very Clippers yeah, thing to say. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. man. But no, you go here with that. Next. Okay, my daily bread. Uh, this is, I'm, i got to be really honest with you guys. I'm doing this on the spot because I too, I saw the solar system thing and I was going to bring that to the table. Uh, sorry, my boy. Uh, but the other one that I saw was, one, I didn't even know that this was dropping over the weekend. And I, I, I breaks my heart to know that they've had such a fall from grace. But the Marvels, that's the brand new Marvel movie. Uh, they had the lowest opening weekend box office performance in MCU history. It's just the uh, I saw that post. The top comment says, because there's three women as the superheroes main character. I said, that is not why. Shut your ass. That is not why. 47 million was all it made in the, uh, in the box office in the US. 220 million it cost to make. That's how much they're trying to recoup. And if you don't go well in your first opening weekend... That's the writing's on the wall, isn't the it? The writing is on the wall. So is it the fact that we've got to an end? I didn't even know it was on. I'm, I'm big in the MCU world. I had no idea that this was dropping over the weekend. Jordan, what's your take? He's already no, said I didn't his got it. No, I, no, 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 I did not. That is disgusting. No, I did not. Go look at the comments. I said, uh, that, is not, that is not right. That is not correct. People just aren't going to the movies anymore. I People know, don't want to leave their houses. Maybe the movie's not that good either. They're, they're just it's superhero fatigue, so man. Good this Barbie and Oppenheimer proved that. Oh wait, they were the highest grossing. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, see, so people are still going to the movies. It's really superhero fatigue. Oh, right? no, daily movie, bread, man. hey, daily bread, breaking <laughs> bread with, <laughs> with the, the news of today. today. Not looking for a bread sponsor because we got one. Tip, tip top. Give me a bop. Ah, great. This is The Morning Shift. Shift is a great man once said, two iconic words back to back. Last, last. Oh. That was Burner Boy. Everybody wants a child. Wrong I, song. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, shush. Um, <laughs> if you're not from <laughs> New Zealand... Or, my, or maybe chance? even Australia, some of us. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you're the one who came through the most with the last chance. I said, Brooke. That's on brain. Yeah, because you get your eggs from a chicken next to a cock. Um, <laughs> and There were some good ones that came back. And if you're from New Zealand, if you're not from New Zealand, guys, there's a bit of like a kind of slang we kind of use here. It's like if your friend does something, even minimal or even big, we kind of say like, hey, last chance. Last this chance for you. Don't you do last that again. Chance. That's the last chance. Yeah, so I saying don't yeah. do that again. Don't you ever do that yeah, again. That, that, this is it. Last chance. This is your final warning. This is your last chance. So I thought I'd bring it to the show. New segment. We'll do it every few weeks. Okay. Called Last Chance. And it's like, who's on their last chance? Love it. And what did they do? 
Can we be the wise hearts? Can we sit around <sighs> like wise hearts and, and decide whether that is their last chance or not? Jordan, don't roll Before your eyes started like that. this Give whole podcast, we had like a meeting and, and this, this was his oh. idea that he brought for the content. Mark, I'm with like, you, bro. We need to be wise hearts and then because we're wise and we have hearts and we can tell people. I actually explained to you. Hearts. What that, was it? That was where the name or wizards originated from, the wise hearts. Wizards. Wizards. Yeah, wizards. wise hearts. I don't know if and I thought you know what? Fine, have a mark. We are the wise hearts today. <laughs> We're going to read out what you've re- the last chances you're talking about, and then we will decide whether it is your last chance, it is their last chance, or overreactions. Overreactions. Okay, six to come. They get more. I'd like to stay anonymous. My mate is on his last chance because every time he sees people missing animal posters, he calls the number and gives them false information to claim the rewards. <laughs> or if he's or if he's a dog, he'll call the number and go woof, and then hang up. If it's a cat, he'll call the number and go meow, then hang up. <laughs> that needed to be on safe space. I don't know what you saw. That's a safe space one. <laughs> no, this is last chance. Wow, that's your last chance. That you, is yeah, you're on your last chance, man. Yeah. Actually, don't even you don't do that no more. Your last chance is done. Boy, imagine someone like their best friend, no, like they're no. trying to find them, and then the guy goes and then just. <laughs> Their best friend has been by their side for the last 13 years. That is safe space, actually. That's safe space. You got that in the wrong segment. Bring that one back next Friday. Nah, cancelled for that guy, actually. Never mind. Um, Anonymous, please. Honest to G-O-D. This guy I've started seeing, right? (laughs) Watches all those Andrew Tate videos. And I'm all here for the growth team. I'm here for it. Genuinely. But one statement this man made that is essentially a replay from Top G himself. He said, I honestly feel like I'm surrounded by weak people. First of all, my guy, Andrew Tate gets away with that drama because man's out here being a Top G, right? Don't ever leave a space for me to remind you. You catch the bus to work. Oh, hang on. That person on the last on. chance for that. Public transport? Are we going to public transport now? Um, then rage quit your job for no reason. Oh. You might be on your last chance to message that. Your shoes you. are raggedy. Oh, oh my God. What did they do to you? She's seen this man. You can't talk about a man like that you're seeing. And your damn beard is wild. And you asked me to book you an Uber one. Okay. I think they're both on. That felt like an attack. What do you guys reckon? That's a double. That's a double. She's on her last chance. She didn't didn't know she was getting that. You're on your last chance for that message. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But, uh, oh boy, you can have six to come, but just just shimmer down with the Andrew Tate stuff. Next one. Last chance to all the girls that wear the same gym shorts three days in a row because of how nice they think they look in it. Then we'll leave it lying around in their room for a few days instead of washing them and then wearing them again for another three days. Hashtag wash your bum. That was a girl who actually messaged that, by the way. Just wanted to, before we... How does she know all that? Was she in their room? Mark, what do you reckon, man? I'm going to stay out of this one. Nah, I reckon it's a good time we got that hat on and, you know, it all still kind of works. And you just, you, you're beaming wisdom over there. I Hey, up to you however you rotate your clothing. That's my... My okay, I'll take care of it. Say. Wash your morley. That's your last chance. <laughs> Don't be leaving it over there for three days and then drag that back into the gym and then point at someone else why the gym smells. No. You, I think active where you get a bit more grace. Like, at least you're active. You the, the, Who you, cares you know, if it's you're active. Who cares if it's putty? Why? you got to change it up, man. That's what's happened to the endorphins, you know? No, yeah, exactly. Okay. But it smells a little nastier. All right. Next one. Anonymous. I think this guy from my workplace, let's call him Mickey. I hope that's not his name. <laughs> Should be on his last chance because Mickey literally, <laughs> literally sprints to the bathroom every time. I kid you not, no matter how close or far we are from the office and where he sits, he will full speed sport mode to the bathroom <laughs> and then walk out like a gangster with stones weighing down his left pocket after. Yeah, you put those crocs in sports mode and you run there. I'm fine with that. I don't mind the energy. Six to come. Play on, my boy. You got the pass from me. (laughs) Or girl. Let's have a listen to this one. You know, you should be on the last chance. My wife, always getting her left and right wrong. I told her to turn left this other day. She turned right. And my daughter was like, ah, that's right, mum, not left. Oh, my gosh. Also, last chance. Last chance, my wife. (laughs) This is the voice for me. 
Nah, wifey gets heaps of chances. Yeah, you Come find on, left to right. There's bigger things going on in the world. It's hard. Sometimes you like even the the best of us get it wrong. Correct. That's the right. Yeah, you, you get the pass in that one. That was great. Last chance to those people who go out knowing they got no money, then do the sasa when it's their, their round. <laughs> yeah, that is last chance. Yep. Yeah. That time's a tough for all of us, all not right. just you. Hey, let, let's We're, let's not forget. Sometimes the, the poorest of our friends bring the most vibes. True. Mark, did you say true? <laughs> <laughs> You don't care about the vibes if, if they're not sharing their money. True. If you're up front with everything. <laughs> I got I got two more. My students are on their last chance for telling me my new haircut makes me look old and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, sometimes we need to listen to the kids. Kids might be on something. Nah, they're really telling the truth. Yeah, they. it sucks to hear, but they might be right. Well, that's last chance for today. Love that. I like the segment. Yeah. I like the idea of that. A couple of weeks. Just tally them up, people. Whoever in your life's giving you last chance vibes. Mark, that hat you're wearing, and I know this is very visual, guys, but that hat's giving last chance right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's blocking your brain from working. Okay, I'll take it. (laughs) If you could see it right now. (laughs) Ah, take it off, bro. This is The Morning Shift. What's up, shifters? Honestly, I just saw this story the other day, and I thought, oh. I want people to feel sorry for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of my biggest questions is, why are you not in the NBA? And Mm. the God's honest truth is I should be a little bit taller. But there's another reason as well, okay? But just to give this a little bit of context, what I saw the other day was a guy had surgery and he was suing and he was suing big because I'd imagine this happens all the time, but uh, the surgeon got the wrong appendix. (sighs) Took the wrong one out. I'm pretty sure they write Left, right. Oh, they put a star next to it. Yeah. That's why. Mm. So he's suing big. But these things, they happen all the time, right? It's, it's quite a common thing for uh, medical mishaps or malpractice. Before you we continue that, I just want to give you a little lap here. Everyone that I talked to about Brooke in high school, like he was... Oh, stop. Don't even... Just the don't, guy. Don't say this, Jordan. Like, Mark, is oh. it true? The story's true? Like... Oh, look, did I was... Do, how much you did you drop two. in it? Like, you two, it, stop this, man. I heard you hit a three-pointer to win the, like, the national, national championship. Now, that's true, but don't tell that story. Isn't Don't that, tell isn't that, that your dream? Like I was na- based in Wellington. Not your regional during. championship, the national championship. Yeah, and then I got MVP after that too. But like, don't tell that story. That's not my story. What were you saying, Mark? What, uh, Mark, was, where you go? I was based in Wellington <laughs> when Brooke was coming through high school. And the word had got around, especially in basketball circles, that watch out, watch out for this kid. Um, I, and I remember playing him. And yeah, super athletic, super gifted. People were like, yeah, I didn't play a lot of defense by memory. No. Mostly stayed at the Hand top on of the my key. heart. I mean, when dropping 50, though, why would you want to defend you? You know? don't need to. Eh? Gave up 40, but I got 50, you know? So <laughs> you tell me, I felt like I won that matchup. That's a 10-point win. Correct. Right? Uh, that story, though, didn't lead me to a story that I haven't really told. And uh, I think, Jordan, maybe you kind of know it. Mark, I don't even think you've heard it. And that's kind of like how, how much I haven't really told the story. But also, I would love to hear some other stories off the back of this. Maybe some uh, medical mishap ones that you have. Basically, what happened with me was it was 2008, right? I was in America. I was playing basketball over there, and I had to get surgery. Now, I could have had the surgery in America, but it would have cost like $20,000, or I could have come back, and I could have had it in New Zealand and had it done private. So, I, 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 you know, mom doesn't have a whole bunch of money. Let's come back. Let's have the surgery. It was a real quick keyhole surgery because basically my bone in my hip was just rubbing. It was bone on bone in the ball and socket. Just clean that up. Then we're straight back to the States. Had the surgery. Uh, surgeon tells me and my mum surgery went well great surgery there was absolutely no problems no issues nothing to write home about nothing to be concerned about I go on about my business I rehab up as well as I can I, I tick every box in terms of how you deal with surgery and I did everything right by the time it was time to go back to America I still had this pain in my hip and I was kind of stuck I was like okay do I go back to America and just force through this pain or do I stay in New Zealand and try to make some money. Decided, okay, I'll try and make some money. It's it's right there. It's a path I can take. Cool. I go through probably the first two or three years with this agonizing pain. It just gets worse and worse and worse. And eventually I'm with the Ken's Taipans in Australia and I just think, okay, this is my final thing. I've done everything I could possibly do, but I'm like 27 and maybe I have to retire. Next year, I'm back in New Zealand, not really sure what I'm going to do. And I go and see my chiropractor and I'm like, hey, I've still got this crazy pain in my hip. She says... Go and get an x-ray because at this point I hadn't had an x-ray 
post-operation, which is crazy to me when I think about it now. I go and get the x-ray and lo and behold, Mark, I've actually sent you some photos if you want to see that while I'm explaining the story. The surgeon, oh, yeah. The surgeon left a piece of drill oh, in my hip that had snapped off during the surgery. Oh my God. And didn't tell anyone. But he wrote it in the post-op notes that made him, it was okay for him because it was basically in Chinese. Like I had no idea what he was saying. But he covered himself writing it in the post-op notes. But what it did was tore away all the cartilage, oh. tore away uh, like the ligaments and the bone just got scraped away. So that pain that I was feeling was actually this sharp drill that had been left in my hip for like eight, I'm nine. Looking, I'm looking at it now. 10 years. And there's nothing you can do about it. Do you know the craziest part about all of this? Is I went to go like, hey man, how do I get some money out of this, right? Like I've finished playing basketball, that's my whole career done. Stay with me guys, I know this is a lot of brook time here. That's all right. But what happened was your body is, from your neck down, is valued at 120000 Or that's what it was valued at, at that time. Really? So each point of your body is worth X amount of money. For because, insurance and stuff. For insurances right? from ACC. And because it was just a small part of my hip, I was paid out $1,234. Oh. I remember it was one, two, three, four. So it didn't go off your potential earnings at all? Not at all. It just came, it it came down the value to of the, the hip. value of the hip and how much space was taken up from that $120,000. But what did you spend now? <laughs> it felt like a... <laughs> <Am I> out? <laughs> yeah, probably playing paint off nah, my phone. That's, that's like, rank, bro. Crazy though, right? But the beautiful thing is because I wouldn't be here right now Obviously, all that sort of stuff. Didn't yeah, but we, we probably needed you to make the NBA. Oh, man, I was not going to do it. But yeah, crazy. And I haven't really told that story. I don't know why. I just saw that one and I thought, yeah, today's the day. Today's I would, time. I would have a lot of contempt in my heart towards that doctor if he did me like that. And, and the part that makes it worse about the doctors, I try to call multiple times just to have a conversation and be like, hey, could have said something. I would only ever get to the receptionist and never get any further. He knew. Oh, knew. So if you go down What's to his name? John Revelt. <laughs> Whoa, bro! I remember it. It was in Christchurch. Oh, we... You go down, yeah. You double check when you go back down there. I remember. I remember old boy's name. He, uh, yeah, he was the one who did my surgery. So that, that's, yeah. I mean, it happens, man. It happens. But basically, I say all of that to say, hopefully, uh, we can get some stories out of you guys as well. What's your? It doesn't have to be that extreme too. Like you know, it's, I, a bit more light. I know. I know. A rugby player, prominent rugby player, who who this happened the same. Same thing. And yeah, and and was it was. A, very big rigmarole to basically get compensation back for their mistake. Did he get it through through the team through the? Oh, I hope he got all pe- it. People above, like it was like they were not wanting to take responsibility. No one ever does when it's doomsday. No one ever wants to take he, responsibility. He, for he, it. he he got compensated, but it, it definitely what well, he can't he couldn't play. Couldn't anymore. play, right? Yeah, that's yeah, it's a crazy thing. So, guys, that's my story. Outside of that, you know, it's just pretty dope. Like, everything's been great. I felt sorry for you, and I'm, and I'm mean to you. I felt sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> you did play defense. I'm sorry for saying that. Yeah, no, you, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, I didn't. A little I bit. But I would love to hear. Sorry, I would love to hear anyone else. Shifters, you've got some medical mishap stories. I've done this a little bit backwards, but I'd love to hear your story as well. So send those through on Instagram or however you want to send them through. doesn't have to be that deep and that serious. There's my story, guys. Hey, at least we have, like, a really good podcast now. Yeah, facts. Let's pull. This is... The Morning Shift. Kia ora, good evening and everything in between. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News. For you! Yeah, it is. Uh, let's have a look around the news cycle and see what's going down. Uh, let me throw three stories at you boys to see how we feel. A new island in the Pacific. Love it. Confused Beatles fans keep turning up to the wrong Abbey Road. And New Zealanders lost over 200 million to scams. Mm. That's a lot. Ain't that a lot? Let's First and start, third. Let's, oh, let's start in the Pacific. Uh, underwater volcano eruption has given birth to a new island in the Pacific. A volcanic eruption off the Japanese islands of Iwo Jima on October 30th has led to the formation of a new 100-metre-wide island just north of the explosion site. Like, did, the, did, the, did it actually rise up above the water? So it's like the volcano happened, spewed up a whole lot of rocks and stuff like that, and now there's literally an island that's like 100 metres by 100 metres just sitting there. Wow. Who owns that land? Yeah, who owns that? I don't know. Jim, shotgun! Shotgun! <laughs> I don't know who's listening, Get but listen to us. Yeah, let's paddle our little booties over there. 100 by 100? That's tiny, yeah. It's like a rugby field. 
But you I can have that one, bro. No, you can, you, no, you you can, can sell that. that heavy. What would you build first? I wouldn't build. I'd sell. Um, You'd sell it? Yeah, straight away. Let's go straight on the market. Facebook, trade me. You find it over there. I find that funny. Like, that all of a sudden, like, island just pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, well, I wonder who will colonize it first. Anyways. Got an idea. Confused Beetle fans keep turning up to the wrong Abbey Road. And, um... Brooke, is it true? What is that Abbey Road? Abbey Road was like, there's a crossing. Bro, let me tell you. It's a very famous kind of crossing. It's Abbey just Road. another crossing. Like, I, so I went to England once and my cousin was showing me around. I was like, what do we have to do? So we went and did a couple Buckingham Palace. And then the next thing she was like, we have to go to Abbey Road and walk across this pedestrian crossing. It's just a pedestrian mm. crossing. So the Beatles had an album. I can't, it must have been the Abbey Road album, if I'm being honest. I don't remember. I'm not a massive Beatles fan, but I'm guessing it was the, the Abbey Road. Yeah, yeah. And there's a photo of the Beatles walking across this uh, pedestrian crossing, right? And everyone goes to London who either knows about the Beatles or. We love the, the Beatles. Fans. And get that photo done, so they re, 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 recreate the photo. Uh, but basically, in 2021, there was a new kind of area that they built out, and there's a, a place called Abbey Road, and people keep going to that Abbey Road and trying to get photos. And, and uh, all fake confused. fans, they're fake fans. Fake they don't fans. know the real Abbey Road, but um, apparently, it's confusing a lot of people. There have been 853 journeys so far this year that have gone uh, gone astray, have gone to the wrong Abbey Road. And they, they find all this through Google through Google Maps. <laughs> People right will go one. to the wrong place. Um, but yeah, apparently 876 made it last year as well. Disappointing. Fake Disappointing. Hands. And finally, uh, the story's out that there's been a whole lot of profit going for the banks, right? There's uh, an amazing amount of money being made at the moment by the profits, uh, for the banks, sorry, the profits of $7 billion after tax uh, from the New Zealand ones. Uh, it's over $300 a second. And profit Ooh. the banks, but the banks are arguing back, saying it's getting harder and harder to keep our money safe, and that's why these profits are needed. Apparently, uh, over the last year, just under two hundred million dollars has been lost to scams, and the banks are responsible to. That last uh, word's a heavy word. Yeah, I, lost. I, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Like they don't release all the numbers where they go, "Hey, we got some of that back." Do you know what I mean? So, like, yes, you can be scammed, and yes, the bank typically will help you when it comes to recovering your money if you've been scammed but they reckon that they're losing over 200 well just under 200 million last year in, wow. in, in scams so people ringing I'm up du- I'm done like we can't like the bank's gonna be the bank right the banks are always gonna be the bank your biggest asset is you that's what I've heard I like that that's a, a stunning way to leave it but um yeah I, I think doesn't banks- make life fair don't get me wrong I'm not I'm not, we, we'd be the first to admit we'd love to Go with the rich and powerful or those, you know. Looks who, fun, who, man. The, the, the lobsters and jet skis. But the banks are always going to be the banks. Okay, man. just personally between the three of us, how many times do you reckon have you ducked and weaved from a scam over the last year? How many times oh, have you... I'm a master of ducking from a scam. I can sniff it. I don't how... even open the messages yeah, and requests. Know. I don't even... Neither do I. Like, if so, someone someone messages me and I don't have the number and it's something vague, block them. Yeah. I just block it straight away, like... I reckon twenty five for me over the last yeah. year at least twenty five dollars. No, twenty five scam attempts. Oh, oh me hundred plus. So you've had a hundred plus. And I'm brought- too good at the moment. I, they I, they'd be tricking me on all those ones, and I'd be doing it with my real ones. So that's just the three of us. <laughs> that's how many potentially how many times we could have been scammed over the last year to take part in that two uh, just under two hundred million in scams. So it's pretty prevalent, and I'm guessing the banks and they get the older generation. So how do they see that as a loss? If you get scammed and spend the money, the banks don't pay that back. Sometimes so they, they do. Sometimes they do recover it. Not often, though. Mm, not often. So I hear on most cases. Well, I've heard. I've, this is all I've heard from personal experiences. Not that I've been scammed, but from people who I've heard stories from that the bank did actually give them the money back. I know people that it didn't. Really. So really? what I'm saying is, is like, if it's not a blanket across rule. the board rule. No. You still chose to engage with someone. I, I think if you can prove that there was no, you know, kind of engagement, but that's just replying. Yeah. You know, it really has to be like they got into your details without you having any, you know, letting them in any yeah. kind of way. But that does, does that equate to the profit that they've Yeah, exactly. Made? I well, I know. imagine that number's going to get bigger and bigger. Scams are going to you know more prevalent as we get on. And Scam is the worst. Saying. I hope you stub your toe and have paper cuts every day. I think that's what the banks are saying. They're saying, look, yes, we made this much. We may made billions in profit, but we are starting to lose a lot of money when it comes to scamming. 200 million. A billion. <laughs> it still doesn't quite weigh up. Anyway, that's your true news for this week. Love that. Love that. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And that's my tool, Mark. And that is true news for you. Ah, damn it. News. This.
is the morning shift. But my life is good. The men's gym. Thanks to Spate's Summit Ultra. Ah. Onto the couches to relax in the men's den. But everyone's welcome. Back. Oh, everyone. A chance More the merrier. to be open, a chance to be honest, a chance to just slow it down a peg and enjoy it. Thanks to our mates at Spates teaching us to be better mates. Slow it down a peg? Yeah, I didn't get that one either. Slow it down a touch. Is that, is that, is that a is that old school? We could. Pick something else. That's way different. Definitely slow. You can be talking about oh, that man, in the men's den, though. Minds are in the wrong places for the men's den. No, no. I mean. Clean it up. Clean it up. Wash what what's unclean about washing and hanging it out, silly boy. Mm-mm. Clothes pigs. All right, let me kick this one off today. Uh, this is a message that came through. Uh, I'm I'm not going to say the name because I'm just not sure if they wanted their name said. But it said, "Kia ora. I'm having somewhat of an identity crisis at the moment. I'm Maori, but I've grown up in Australia and I feel a real disconnect from the side that I long to know more. I know it's part of my DNA, but I have an empty feeling about knowing where I come from." Oh, that's all a bit of us, right? Absolutely. At some point, some stage. I think we're. I'll put my hand up and say I probably feel similar in terms of even living in the country, but not going back to where I'm from. And it's a reason I, it's, uh, it's where my dad's from. So I've always kind of just disconnected myself mm. from there. But I've always longed. Same same word. I've always longed to go back and want to know more. Can we can we, can, can we do story time? It's men's dance, so we can get a little bit run But you can say no. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember Stan's birthday? Uh, parts and of you it. Have, you, <laughs> Sorry, that sounds so name droppy. I'm so sorry, finally. But <laughs> yeah. uh, Albo, Albo, um, whose name happens to be Stan, he was in Wanganui. Yeah. And that's where you're from, too. Yeah. You're on your dad's side. On my dad's side, yeah. And Brooke happened to be there doing mahi. So he finished his mahi. And that's then right. it was this great alignment where Brooke was there and he was like, What are you up to? And I'm like, That's us. So we went on this boat down the, um, down the river, like yep. a party boat. Yeah. But. I always remember this before. Can I tell? Or yeah, should I stop? Ahead, it's all right. Sorry. It's safe. You know, it's safe. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I always remember this before oh. we get on the boat. That you are. Before we get on the boat, we go for um, a mimi in the public toilet before because there's no like we're just like there's probably like a rank to- toilet on the boat. It was a bit rushed at the point. Like I we needed a mimi, and then I was like. Talking up next to him in the cubicle, and I was like, Ooh, we're about to find your whanau tonight. And I remember Brooke saying, like, You better shut up. Yeah. He was like, Don't, I don't need you trying to link the family <laughs> and trying to do my fucker papa. Like, and I was like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> so then we get on a bit, and and that night we, you're able to make some connections. It was people. actually incredible. To even stand, too. Yeah, it was, yeah. So, uh, Jordan's right. I was, I was so anti it. And there was just my walls were up, and maybe it was I didn't subconsciously uh, want to know more than I needed to know or have some sort of feeling there. But I didn't go on the boat and say anything. But Jordan, as Jordan just said, was like, "Hey, yo, this is your cousin over here. I know, but Brooks actually from where we're about to go, way up the river." And you just see everyone's eyes light up. But it was actually one of the the dopest things because I. Uh, in this really small amount of time, was able to, I'm not going to say reconnect, but uh, learn a little bit about who I am and where I come from. And it had nothing to do with my dad. It was uh, something that made me want to go back and take winter up the river. And it was it was actually really important for me at that time to mm. be able to do it. But you're, you're right, I didn't want anyone to know. Like, not, not one person to know. And now I know more of my nieces and nephews. Obviously, we talk about Stan, this niece and nephew, and he's with Unc now too with, with Winter. So it's an amazing feeling. The one thing and really big takeaway that I have from that and that I did learn in that moment is that when you are ready, uh, where you come from, your people will be ready to talk to you too. Mm. It was uh, it was a floodgate of not just emotions but information, and that that's the takeaway. I was I was knowing that when you are ready, so this person as well, when you are ready to go back home because it is your home, uh, your family, your family will be ready to speak to you. Hundred percent. And coming back to the question, like I always love that sentiment of, you know, often for those who are you know, maybe are Maori in this question, it is Maori being mm-hmm. Maori, but whoever you are, this is, and and Maori specifically though, like. It's just I don't know where I'm from. Like I don't know my language, but like you know, there's that. You get told like you might not not know your fucker papa, but your fucker papa knows you. You might not mm. know your mountain, but your mountain knows, knows you. you. 
you know, you might not know your river, but your river knows you. And and, uh, that's such a powerful thing to remember. And I think, yeah, I'm on that journey too, but I always just like, no one can shame me outside of like what I don't know because I know that that journey is still happening. But it does take a bit of confidence sometimes to kind of go, I don't need to compare. And for my fellow um, people that I'm surrounded by who know more than them, I'm not jealous of them either. I love seeing them flourish in their culture. Like you meet Kohanga, you meet you meet adults now that grew up in Kohanga. There's a there's a different level of like confidence that they have. My Palmy squad, they they all grew up in Kohanga, and you're right. Just the but level of confidence, t- I, I envy it a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you. I envy oh, one hundred percent. I do envy the touch that they have with who they are. But you're right. There is a confidence that comes with with that as well. It's a beautiful thing, mm. very very beautiful. Thing. And we're blessed to live in a country where you know oh, where Maori is is embraced, and it's embraced in every aspect. And yes, it's still a battle in a lot of in a lot of places. But the the proof is in the pudding. Like when you say you know Kohanga is, is just you know there's a generation who have come through that now and uh, and are leading the way. It is a blessing. But even even in my own life, like you, we all. I kind of feel like we all reflect differently on culture and and how it aligns with us in our lives because we're all at different parts of our journey. It's mm-hmm. not like one, you know, it's not like we've started all in the same place. And oh, 100, yes. Bro. You've just got to allow, like, you've just got to be open to it, right? You've got to allow it to come to you and you've got to go to it and it just happens at the right time. And that's, I think, yeah, when I hear both you speak, I can, I can it resonates in my journey as well. So I think, yeah. Because we have such a strong culture and it is being revitalized mm-hmm. day in and day out, it's a common feeling, feeling like you're you're not quite where you want to be in your in your journey with the culture. Mm. I yeah, think the more on. and more people feel the same. Well, to that person, yeah, that appreciate the message that you sent through and, and like I said, and we probably all said that when you feel the time is right, then your people will be there for you. Mm. All right, that's me. That's my one. Boys, I want to introduce you to some sausages. <laughs> Yeah, now we're talking. I love this. So I got sent these sausages, Sausage. and it says, a mind-blowing social experience. Uh, we have teamed up with Cully's to release a limited edition free-range pork sausage to highlight the importance of choosing locally sourced meats, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. This is sent from us from I Am Hope, um, and what they've done is they've got this sausage. Uh, they, they've released these sausages um, in select stores. Uh, they're Cully sausages, so you know they're high-quality good ones. Um, but it is a social experience not for the faint-hearted. If you're brave enough to play and up for the challenge, enjoy at your own risk and eat responsibly. Basically, one of these sausages has an estimated 1 million Scoville's chili ratings. And here's the explosive twist. You don't know which one it is. Well, those, I are, bet those, I do. those are in the packet, I so we I won't be eating it on the show. Because <laughs> I reckon, uh, I reckon we could fry these up after the show. We should and do like a sausage roulette, uh, because every pack that people buy, one dollar is donated to I Am Hope, and we all know just how important I Am Hope is yeah. for this country. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, nothing like a bit of roulette. Love taking a chance, um, and just wanted to know: Are we in, boys? Sausage roulette. Yeah, we can crazy. do it after. We can do it after. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Yeah, okay, I'll get it. One million though. Just, yeah, yeah. Be, uh, you can smell that, man. <laughs> it's a very cool idea. So well done to them. All right. So something else I wanted to bring to the table as well. I, I noticed a, a post from Pacific Rugby Welfare, and it was on Instagram, and it says, "What does everyone think about Moana Pacifica signing 34-year-old England lock Tom Savage? Nothing against Savage, but." Isn't this team meant to develop our PI qualified players? Is there really no young locks in Tonga or Samoa that deserve a shot? And it got me thinking, what is Moana Pacifica, the Super Rugby franchise, actually supposed to be doing and achieving? Because we've got a great example of a Pacifica rugby nation coming into the competition, playing uh, under the uh, the Fiji Jura uh, logo. Yeah. And seeing how it can succeed and how it has succeeded. But why all of a sudden have they now gone and signed a 34-year-old England lock? Uh, and how does that help Moana Pacifica? And how does that help with the overall project, which is supposedly uh, getting better players for Samoa and Tonga and, and other Pacific nations when it comes to the international I season? I didn't even know about that signing. Yeah, I had no idea either. And I have a firm belief on this, but let me just play devil's advocate for two seconds. Uh is there the chance that they name the signing and the reason that they have him is to have the idea of 
that we're going to bring experience. It's going to be something different. It's outside of what we have. This is one spot. He's been around. He's uh, yeah, he's played a lot of, of game. Like, is that, is that the only space that they can have in this argument? Because if you're taking him for any other reason, then you're also kind of saying that that's more important than a space for one of our up and comers to come through and. and develop and grow at the same time i guess you got to weigh that up right like how much does his experience and sharing that experience with the current squad outweigh the ability to find the next best thing um in either samoa or tonga uh in the locking department um just so everyone's aware 80 percent of the players on the franchise roster will need to be eligible uh to play for samoa tonga fiji or any other pacific nations um and in, as a part of that squad Eight players in total are available to be able to also play for either All Blacks or Wallabies or any other Test nation. So um, if Savage was to That's make the crazy. squad, he would become one of those uh, eligible players. Well, they're, they're, well, there's another spot going too then. They, they clearly, they also got to win games though, right? Yeah, true. Like, this, is, this, is the, this is the problem is they're a new franchise. They probably feel like this is a signing that can help them win games, um, give it a bit of experience and... You know, very tough part of part of you know rugby, which is the line out and things like that breakdown. But I think for the for this team to really really thrive, they're going to have to have potentially a, a courageous player who. And I don't know how much money Moana Pacific can they even sign someone like Anadi, but you, you'll ha- you'd have to get a player to to buy into like growing the game off the back of it not having to. Um, cost them in their ability to feed their own family which is something that's very understandable I would have thought that the buy-in's there from Super Rugby or maybe I'm looking at the wrong people but to have the idea of because we talked about this the other day of having storylines to have the idea of Artie's and let's we're, we're using Artie as an example here but Artie's and and let's say Richie Mwanga right just for hypotheticals if you have them coming to that team at the start of 2024 that's a headline that I want to read. Mm. That's a team that I'll start to watch. Mm. That's a team where, Ooh, come on now, with bro. all due love and respect, they just haven't had the numbers. We're showing lacking up to on their narratives games. in the Super Rugby right now, so you're but right. You have those two showing up. I'm going to that game. Mm. I'm going to watch that game True. every single weekend if I know that those two are a part of it. So the fact that then potentially not even allowed to be a part of this team, a team that I would imagine that they would love to be a part of, that is the but part the, that I feel like you're cutting at the knees. And the, there's eight the, spots though. There's eight spots for international between All Blacks and Wallabies though. So what, what's needed is probably a money thing because probably for them to to go to Moana, they're taking a $300,000, $400,000 pay cut on where they could usually go. Somewhere. If they're going to Japan or if they're in, you know, uh, the, the key mark, marquee points in the other super team. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what we're asking is we're saying for you to grow the game, you know, and this is what's hard is we're putting the onus to grow our game on the individual player at a cost to them. Yeah. Yes. Which which it should be um you know, I don't know if I don't know whether it should be potentially NZR helping out. They're not going to probably do it, but it, it, we need to we, game, If though. I'm on the board of Moana Pacifica, I I want to have the greatest business minds. Because if we can get our business right, if we can tell narrative, we can the content can all align, we can turn this comp up so do on its head. Without a doubt. And if you want numbers there, the names like that, and Jordan's right, you have to have a business mindset to get this across the line. But names attract everybody. I think um, part of the problem being, though, is that names also are attractive to the New Zealand rugby franchises. So the, the last thing they would want to see in New Zealand rugby was would be an Artie walking over to Moana Pacifica. Because let's not forget, as Fiji and Jura and as the Queensland Reds and as all these other teams are being owned and, and being uh, run by completely different people, if Moana Pacifica is the same kind of, uh, you know, has the same kind of power to run it themselves and are doing that, then as soon as you lose one of those players, you kind of lose a lot in terms of contracts, in terms of how you could use them, how the Hurricanes could use them for marketing. Like, there's so much to the puzzle that it wouldn't be in New Zealand rugby's best interest to watch Artie go there. It would have to be a personal choice, and you're right, Jordan, he'd, have, he'd probably have to take a hit. Um, but I think right at the very, very beginning, when Moana Pacifica was 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 to become a franchise, they were always worried, and people around the, the franchise were always worried that it wouldn't become New Zealand's sixth super rugby team. I, I think, yeah, I think that's short-sighted now from the NZR, considering um, the way the game's going. I, I think having a team like Moana Pacifica who could who could light the the comp on fire with the with the right players would be a healthy part to the game. I agree with that. We've lost South Africa, Aussie, 
Aussie Australian rugby. Well, like we're losing because Australian rugby rugby's not strong either. Yeah. Like, and while we love our Super Rugby teams, them playing each other every week or waiting for those games hasn't the allure. Unfortunately, like been been you know had the allure to it. So, yeah, I think that's a bit short sighted. Yeah, that well, hey, whatever they can do to help, and maybe Savage is the maybe Savage is the big answer that they've been waiting for. But I just, yeah, does he give them more than two wins in a season? Does he gonna you know is he gonna help grow the squad into being something that is formidable? Because I know now when Fijian and Jury uh, do come to, to to your ground to your local ground, you know you're gonna get a display. You're gonna get you know they're, they're, they're set great, up, and they both started at the same time. The big difference is. One seems to be just completely isolated and away from everybody else and doing their thing the way they want to do it. And the other just seems to be, you know, still not quite understanding what they're about in terms of bringing in players that, like, that just seems like 34 years old. They make him feel like a bit of a scapegoat too because he has to be damn near perfect every single week. If he's not, then that's the first person that they're going at. Mm. And then if they don't get wins, that's another person they go to. So this poor guy has the potential to be a scapegoat for them as well. I I hope that's not the case, but, you know. Hey, I like my rugby, but I don't know if a lock has ever been the one that changes everything. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if a lock's the guy who turns your entire franchise around. But hey, we'll soon see. Hey, we're just fans trying to figure things out. That's yeah. it. Sorry if I said the wrong thing. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Check on your people. Love you guys. This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make him an awful game with you. The Shift. I love you. This is The Shift. Got it. Okay. I like the burger. Here at the morning shift, we'll give you free void advice, saving you from asking a mate who, let's be honest, has no idea because we care. That's it. Our friends at Chemist Warehouse offer free advice from their in-store pharmacists on a range of vaccinations for the flu, whooping cough, and more. Whooping, there it is. Nope, just me. Okay, saving you spending money at your GP. The morning shift, out here doing the dishes, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Oh.